Okay. Well, welcome back to a special quarantine episode of Lemon Pepper Wet Podcast. Who knows how many quarantine episodes <laughs> we'll have of the show. But we're still trying to bring you the latest, the laughter, and the lessons that we learn along the way. The wet is the corona that has everybody <laughs> talking. <laughs> The pepper is the corona that everyone's talking about. And the lemon is the corona that has everyone down and out. That's literally what That's it is. That's where we're at. I'm Christina. I'm Bethany. So yes, um, presumably when this podcast goes up, we'll still be in quarantine, likely. Okay, we're not technically in quarantine, though. Not technically, not for real, for real. We're social distancing. We're social social distancing. And I was actually reading about quarantining, like, historically. quarantine? Like, I don't think that the federal government actually has, like, the power to enforce a quarantine such that, like, it's punishable if you're outside of your home. That's how they, they were talking spicy like that in California. Like, yeah. if you're out for any non-essential activity that you can get got by the cops. Which I also think, I mean, it's very political, obviously. Yeah. And I think it gives the cops way too much free reign to decide what is essential. Yeah, it feels and very militarized. It like, feels very militarized. Yeah. And I don't like that. I mean... Hopefully we don't get to that point. I mean, there have been cases in history where quarantining has definitely slowed. If you don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> no, they know. And I don't care to re-explain. Well, okay. But so, go ahead. Theoretically, quarantining should work. And the purpose yeah. of quarantine is, I mean, with the way that this pandemic has panned out yes it, it seems as though the healthier among us are recovering fine we're reacting to the coronavirus as if it were a flu mm-hmm. and the purpose of quarantining is to not knock off those like immune co- compromised people people yes. that are old people that are young although the kids are they're sprite they're kicking out here the kids are fine the kids are fine but some of the kids aren't fine and when i say kids i'm talking about like i think there was a 34 year old man who just died yeah from it. he's not a kid i'm talking he's, about okay, toddlers and babies toddlers and babies okay yeah um although i think in china there was one case where there was someone between the ages of like 9 and 18 who's died who from, died from yeah. it um however like what are you fe- what are your thoughts like what are you feeling about this whole thing like when when you first heard about corona yes walk what, me through it yeah like walk <laughs> me through what was going through your mind what your thought process was okay the, okay the very first time i heard about corona is when i saw them building a hospital in China, like in ten days, mm-hmm. for because of the high end cases of coronavirus, and I was like, "Damn, that's crazy, though. Right. <laughs> like, that's really right. crazy. Like, they're going through it. Never did I think it would turn into this. Yeah, which I don't know if that was me being naive or if that was just a normal thought. Like, yeah. okay, that shit's going on over there." 
But that's just yeah. not coming. No, I yeah. definitely think my sentiments were the same. Yeah. Like, there's been so many things. Like, on a daily, I would say, weekly, you hear about something happening somewhere else. And then historically, yeah. like, just in our lifetimes, we've had H1N1. We've had bird flu. We've had swine flu. Yes. We've had sores. Sorts. We've had, uh, what else? Anthrax. We've anthrax. Had, uh, you anthrax? Anthrax? Anthrax is so vintage. Um, we, what else? Just a lot of things. But yeah. it always seemed to just like come and go. And it never really hit close to home. But now, this is affecting people's our livelihood. Like, the shit has is come knocking at our front door and a lot of people are out of work indefinitely. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are nervous about losing their jobs Mm -hmm. because they I mean personally like I have two very close family members that work for major airlines and that is their concern because if no one's flying they're not making money. If, If me, myself I work in advertisements essentially i work on commercials if no one's buying shit we not making no commercials right. for what right. you know like if we can't gather in groups more than 10 then we cannot shoot do our job yeah um so it, it like it has now become kind of personal and, and i hate <coughs> that it's become personal in the sense of money mm-hmm. But, I mean, the way our country is set up with how finances go, like, you need money. My landlord certainly hasn't reached out to me and said nothing about April's rent. So, as far as I'm concerned, he still wants me to pay that. You know what I mean? On time. On time, ideally. So, there's that. But, on the flip side, being a freelancer does prepare you for like periods of lack of work yeah so i'm not a, i'm not a stranger to that but at the same time like how long like the unknown yeah. is what is like anxiety yeah the unknown is what's making me a little nervous yeah. no i totally get that i personally work in the healthcare field so it's kind of not i won't say business as usual i never thought for a moment that I would be out of work. Right. And that's good for me. You you have an essential job. I have an essential job. And not only that, I deal with the a population, a portion of the population that is considered immune compromised, which would be pregnant women. Yeah. So they're coming to their appointments. Yeah. And not only that, <laughs> like they're coming on time. No one's canceling because they're nervous. And also they're on quarantine. So I think on the inside, I feel like for a lot of women who maybe they don't necessarily need an ultrasound right this week, they want they to get, get out of the house. Oh, they want to get out of the house. Okay. So it's just like, it's a reason for them to come. Like, okay. it's a reason for them to leave. Um, but, you know, even with that, I have, I do work for a private practice. So we there is the possibility, like we have a girl who is pregnant who works for us who had to go out. And then there was a girl who, pardon me, she got sick. She mm. actually got sick. She actually started running a fever and she had to go out. So then there's just like, 
this question of are we even going to have enough coverage? Are we going to have to mm. siphon these patients to other practices? You can or teach other me how to scan. I, I mean, yo, <laughs> so, y'all throw me through the accelerated program yeah. real quick. <laughs> I mean, so you know, there has been talks of like closing at least one of our offices, which is kind of starting to make me feel a little bit nervous. But on the flip side of that, like. I am so grateful that I still have been able to work and still receive my full pay and my full paycheck. Mm -hmm. But the anxiety that comes with, like when you leave in the morning and there's no one on the streets at like seven o'clock in the morning Mm -hmm. and you know how Atlanta traffic is, it feels crazy. It feels so... Today was, was, I felt like I saw so many people today. More people than I've seen in like a week. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'm sure people are going stir crazy. And I think the thing is, is like, instead of gathering in places like the mall or Mm -hmm. like wherever people gather, I don't know, the shopping centers and things like that, people are just going outside. Like, because you can keep your distance outside. You can remain socially distanced with the people that live in your household, like get on your bikes and go for a bike ride or go for a walk through the park and Mm -hmm. still like kind of maintain the standards of social distancing and quarantining. So I do think that has brought out the masses just to like be in the outdoors. There's a lot of, there's a lot. I saw so many neighbors that I've never seen before yesterday. I I decided I could not be in my home anymore. And I also was like, bitch, you do not need to go to the grocery store anymore. (laughs) Mm -hmm. There's nothing more you can buy from Publix right now. Like just relax. Like, I would never say that I was panicking, but I'm realizing that me like feeling like I need to go to the grocery store every day is a is a form of like panic. Yeah, it's how your panic is manifesting. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. My panic is I manifesting in And I'll be lying if I didn't say like it was really upsetting to see how uh, the large majority of people reacted to like the notion of quarantining or social distancing or like once once the virus had made its way stateside, like how everybody went into panic mode and started like buying things off the shelves and like toilet paper, like some Why? Tweeted, okay, like, no, let's, let's uh, pause. Are you going to get diarrhea for the two weeks that you were <laughs> I in? I think they were getting diarrhea immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why they bought all the toilet paper. Because I'm like, it, okay, in my brain... The first things I would need is, like, water or some sort of filter mm-hmm. and, like, batteries. Yeah. <laughs> water, batteries, like, foods, like, granolas and shit. Like, non-perishable. If, non-perishable. If I really thought we were about to be in some, like, crazy Walking Dead situation, yeah, yeah. those are the things I would get. I don't know if I would, like buy a hundred rolls of toilet paper yeah but people but why were, toilet like i wonder why that has i think it's been just the so hot. hella sensationalized like people just feel like that's kind of what they deem as that's a panic purchase yeah it's like what they deem as an essential item like this is hygiene this is cleanliness like i'm gonna need this to keep my life clean like you know, Look, you could just wash your ass too. You, can wash you know your what I'm ass. saying? Like, you could buy a bidet. That you would, could. That would be solved. Nice. Problem solved. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I will say, like, for the beginning of this, I think things have calmed down for me in my heart and in my mind personally mm-hmm. now. But 
for for a while, especially when that was beginning to happen, like people like buying up like buying things off the shelves. Yeah. And, like the stores were packed and like people literally had two and three carts full of shit. Like I was flip flopping back and forth between like, oh my God, is this go is it going to get so bad? Because it would just be it would just be one of those things where you're like how we were talking about the guy on TV like oh he's the guy that doesn't take it seriously yeah, and things yeah, like yeah. this is going to pass and then like what if it doesn't like what if we like i did see i did see a little cuz um my i think my panic uh my panic quality that i've picked up is just being on fucking social media like a hundred times more than i ever was yeah but um someone was like you know we keep saying when things go back to normal but maybe this is a a signifier in time like how after 9-11 things never went back Mm -hmm. to how they were pre like yeah it's a pre 9-11 post 9-11 like this is gonna be pre-corona post-corona like just the way we interact with each other the way we clean like everyone's gonna kind of be on the same place on the same page cleanliness wise or like they're gonna take sicknesses more seriously i don't know yeah if that's true but as of right now i'm like "Mm, i don't know shit could go back to normal i think Yeah, I think anything's possible. I think especially with like millennials kind of like ruling the world like this. Millennials are stepping into like the more I I don't even know how to say it like but like as a as a generation, millennials are the ones kind of like really starting to affect the ebb and flow of the economy Mm -hmm. so i think what i can say about our generation is that we're always we've always been resilient like we were the youngest like 9-11 generation yeah yeah, yeah. we remember that vividly like being in school like we were 14 when that happened yeah so like ingrained in our minds so crazy i literally remember that whole day vividly as if it was yesterday yeah and so like when you can live through when you can go through something like that, and I think about like my friends who are from New York who were like getting out of school, like let out, and people like with ash on their faces mm-hmm. walking down the street, like how visceral it must have been for them. But we, <laughs> nevertheless, we persisted. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I just feel like it's maybe not things. Funny, but it's... <laughs> no, no, no. But maybe things can Panic be. Panic laugh. <laughs> <laughs> maybe things can be like. Because this is normal for us, like, mm-hmm. and oh, let me also just like, just like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and well, actually, millennials, the ages range from twenty four to thirty nine. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think you're right, or thirty eight or thirty nine, something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. So people like love to put like group everyone that's younger than them as a millennial right when it's no like there's a very there's specific a, this, yeah, there's generation and then the one behind us is generation gen z, z. yes yes yeah. those are those motherfuckers who are still at spring break talking about right i'm gonna live my life that's and generation z and they, they don't crazy. give a shit <laughs> don't group them in with us <laughs> they don't give a shit about nothing <laughs> this girl was like it's my 21st birthday yeah. i'm gonna turn up regardless yeah. i'm like, like okay, all right girl. Um, they all looked ill yeah. they all looked a little <laughs> they're drunk they're drunk pearl <laughs> they look drunk <laughs> they just they didn't look crazy yeah. but also you know i think like we can laugh 
and like kind of make light but some people are like literally, literally dying. dying yeah i mean i happen to live with a scientist so he's always spitting out like facts on facts on Real facts. facts and you know like when he when he was just we were having a conversation and breaking down the numbers and it's like yeah you know it's three percent of the population or three percent of the people who become infected by coronavirus will die but it, or like one percent of people or something like that but that's still a million people that's still it's a still lot a of very people. it's a it's a very large amount of people yeah and you know i don't think people unfortunately i don't think people will take it seriously until, until something, something they know exactly yeah. and i i don't want to wait until that happens no. i do not but um yeah, like people will get it. There was a family in New Jersey where like four out of seven of them have died yeah. from the coronavirus. Yeah. And one of the family members was on the phone and was like, just when we start to mourn one member, we get a phone call and someone else has wow. died. That's awful. That's horrible. Yeah. Like this is this is a nightmare for a lot of people. Yeah. Italy has one of the largest concentrations of elderly people mm-hmm. which is why so many of them died and it was i mean it is a tragedy regardless but can you imagine yeah no. you know i mean i don't want to ma- i don't want to imagine which is why i'm just like can we just like if we're gonna do a whole citywide shutdown let's just yeah. go ahead and do that shit now right let's just um, do it now like let me know so i could <laughs> quarantine where i need to quarantine yeah i mean and i think on the, I guess, the the complete 180 flip side, I think, like, Kay, your sister, has been mm. cons- consistently, like, posting little blurbs about how, like, to remember that sometimes, like, the universe, Mother Nature, the world, God, however you view it, has its way. Like, there's, there's something greater than us out yeah. there. You know, there's a force, there's an energy that moves us all along. And sometimes there is, you have to accept the fact that sometimes it's just a sign that things maybe do need to slow down. Yeah, and you we do need, need to, to be present <laughs> and you do need to spend time with your loved ones. And like everybody, I, what I do love is like seeing all my friends like FaceTime each other and have like um, virtual happy hour yeah. and things like that. Like, I think that. You know, like, instead of focusing so heavily on the panic, like, focus on the good that can come from just literally isolating yourself and, like, kind of going inward, kind of focusing on the things that matter. Reset, clean your shit, clean house, clean emotions, clean everything, you know? So, I don't know. We'll... We'll get through it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> panic laughs. Okay, so let's talk about something a little bit lighter. Yeah, that was a lemon, by the way. That was, if you <laughs> if didn't, didn't know, know. <laughs> a lemon, a hot, and here's a wet. So it's only been a week. First of all, first of all, first of all, it's yeah. only been a week that we have, as a nation, have recognized corona being in our country and like taking precautions to socially distance buzzword Mm -hmm. and so this whole week i've been working from home Mm -hmm. but i've also been what's with the air quotations oh nothing (laughs) 
because <laughs> I, I I don't like working from home. Okay. I don't like it because I can't focus. Like I'm a person who gets distracted by like every little moving thing in my eyesight. Like I don't I I I thrive off of other people's energy and like okay you're doing that you're, we're doing we're working as a team to get the job. That's done. how you're most productive. I'm productive with the group, group of people yeah. when it's when it's a group project because yeah. that's essentially what my work is a, a group project <laughs> right so um anyway when i was not working at home but from home i decided to watch some netflix okay i decided to get caught up on some things yes, let's hear it some things i've missed the okay. number one being love is blind tell me your thoughts uh-huh. okay love is blind you know Netflix reality shows, Netflix, I don't know that they've gotten the reality show, like, down. Like, they're not on a, like, VH1 Bravo level just yet. Mm, Okay. But, so, a lot of it felt cheesy as fuck. What part specifically? I I mean... This is, there's gonna be spoilers if you haven't seen it. If you haven't seen it, yeah. So, and if if you you don't care to see it, then... Love is Blind essentially is a show hosted by one Nick Lachey and his wife, Vanessa Lachey. What was Vanessa's TRL or Vanessa Milano? Vanessa Milano? Vanessa Manillo? Manillo sounds more like it. Vanessa Manillo. Well, I don't know. Okay, so <laughs> they host a show that essentially it pairs a group of 15 guys and 15 girls mm. together, but the guys and girls never see each other, and essentially it's like dating, like, like blind dating, dating. blind dating, Speed blind dating Speed is what it is. blind dating, yeah. yeah. So there's, they go on these dates with all, like, with any combination of the guys and girls, mm-hmm. and there's a partition between them. They cannot see each other, and they will not see each other until they are engaged. That That's the part that's okay, crazy as fuck. So, do you think that it is, there that there should be a, or not should be, or but do you think for you personally, like, mm-hmm. I could never see myself I'm speaking theoretically. Yeah. Like, do you feel like you could never see yourself getting engaged to someone that quickly? Because, I mean, I think, Max, this is, like, two weeks where these couples, like, the final five or six couples were engaged and finally got to see each other. Okay, just the engagement part, like, not the (laughs) seeing each other part. Like, could I get engaged within two weeks? Could you? Knowing that someone even exists on this planet? Yes. I don't know because it hasn't happened. Okay, that's your answer? That's my answer. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I could meet somebody and... So you could... think there's a possibility? I think it's a possibility. It sounds fucking crazy. Yeah. But I think it's a possibility that you can meet somebody and super duper click. Although, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna retract a little bit. Okay. Because I feel like I have met people and like clicked really fast. Uh-huh. But now I'm imagining if I got engaged to, to that, that person. Yeah. And, like, and then the truth comes out. Yeah, it would be horrible. It would be horrible. It would be horrible. But saying this saying this is a perfect situation where I, I meet somebody, we click, and they're like, okay, shit. I'm not doing shit. You're not doing shit. Want to get married? Right, right. Like, maybe? Okay. I, I mean, yes. I think that, I guess, 
if if in some beautiful, magical, fucking sweet potato pie alignment of the mm. stars, like yes. if you had two people that were exactly at the same place in their lives, like you said, like this is what I want. This is what I want from a dating situation. Yeah. Like this is my only goal, and yeah. that's reciprocated from the other person. And you guys click and mesh, and you know that's where you want to go. And yeah. it's not like. Two people like, well, I don't know. I can't. I'm non-committal, and I don't. That, like, that's you know, the you know key. What I mean? The like, flip floppy. Like everyone needs to be on the same exactly. page. Exactly. No, with no kind of like question. Ass. Like this person all. is definitely like I'm ready to settle down and get married, or like start a long term partnership yes. or a lifelong partnership. Yeah. Okay. Second question. Yes. How how important or how great is the emphasis in your life on a person's physical appearance? Oh. Like, do you really believe that you could commit to a person without ever seeing them? <laughs> At all? Zilch. Uh, I don't know. I hate... Like, this is where, like, I'm feeling, like, very... Like, the vanity is mm-hmm. coming out. Mm-hmm. And it's... And speak, it's your not, speak your truth. Okay. Speak your truth. I'm going to speak it. Speak your truth. Speak your truth. <laughs> speak your truth. <laughs> I... What? Okay. <clears throat> I just need to see what they look like. <laughs> I just need to see what they look like. Not saying that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Not saying that it would, like, if their personality was there. Dope. Yeah. If the personality is 100% there, we're on the same page, whatever. This is the type of man that I want, that I've been dreaming of, that I've been searching for. And they're they wouldn't they would never be ugly to me Mm. you know what i mean like if i saw them they would never be ugly to me but on the other hand i think it would be i probably wouldn't even get to that point because i'd just be curious like i want to know what you fucking look like like is that bad no because (laughs) okay my truth is that i I, okay, wait. Answer the first question, then answer the second. Oh, yeah. Could I you, think could you, I fall. Yeah, I'd be falling. Yeah. So, quick, quick, not quick, whatever. Yeah, I'm with it. So, that's a no-brainer to me. Like, I just feel like when you know, you know. Yeah. And that's there's no one's to question that. Like, if you guys, y'all feel it, and y'all good, and you're safe, and everybody's cool, and yeah. no one's taking it. Because I do think... I do think love is blind in the sense that love can blind your ass as in like you could be in a situation where a person is absolutely taking advantage of you. Pause for an emergency. I hope everyone's okay. (laughs) I don't feel like he's going very fast. Okay. Not not with the intensity of the siren. <laughs> no. You might need to go faster. <laughs> um, I, oh, what was I saying? You were saying you fall fast, you fall hard, like you oh, can do that. love is blind in the sense that you can be in a situation and absolutely be so caught up and so in love and everyone around you that actually knows you and has known you for a long time and actually loves you and cares about you can be like, this is not a good situation. Like this person is using you for financial gain or this person is like 
I don't know, whatever, like yeah. taking advantage of you in some way or abusing you in some way mm. or using you in some way and you can be blinded by love yes. and not see that. Yes. But I don't think that it's impossible for two people who, without all the fuck shit, like it's not impossible for two people to fall very head over heels for each other in a very short period of time and commit to each other yeah. for a long period of time. I think it's more common actually for people much older than us like our grandparents like i think that given the circumstances of the times like considering that things were a lot more like volatile like you think when you think about civil war times or Mm. when you think about just world wars in general or um civil rights movements like when people's lives on a daily were just like hella unstable (laughs) like you just didn't know if you were gonna see this person or if you had a lot Mm. of time like the death rate was a lot lower so it's like you don't have all the time in the world you don't feel like you don't feel like that's when people were like for real courting etc yeah but i do think that the timeline like how many times have you heard a story instagram in your personal family or it's a friend of a friend's like oh my grandparents met when they were 22 they dated for two weeks and then they were married for 46 years like that those are stories i feel like a lot of people in my family either don't get married or they get divorced (laughs) well i haven't i don't know too i don't have too many like world when love affairs to reference back to yeah. like my grandma my on my dad's side like she was never married mm-hmm. she had she had baby daddy yeah, okay, okay. and then my grandma on my mom's side she was definitely married but she got she wasn't traditional like mm-hmm. she had her first child when she was like 30 like mm-hmm. she did she had her career first and then she got married but it was very much so like Mm -hmm. i'm courting you this i'm going to your parents Mm -hmm. and whatever so i don't i hear these stories and i know they 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 do happen but in my mind it's never ever been it's not a reality it it seems like a fairy tale to me yeah okay so it may not have happened to you personally or it's not so Mm -hmm. adjacent but i think the top the the timeline it's like those stories that did happen those fairy tales that did happen they aren't from our generation or even our parents generation but i think a lot of that has to do with the fact like okay for instance my grandparents like met on the corner in front of macy's beautiful like motherfucker was going to war in vietnam yeah and they did the damn thing and they were married until my grandfather died like so no like let's talk about it more they I mean, met in front of macy's and then they what? met in front of it was i don't think it was even riches at that point it was before it became riches and then riches macy's and then macy's it was yeah. something else mm-hmm. uh five points train station so oh okay so you know an atlanta love story yeah. i bet <laughs> so you know where the train the where the five points train station is and there is like the intersection of Peach Street and like Decatur Street, and then there's like an abandoned building. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That used to be Macy's. Right. 
And so my grandmother's like, oh, we were walking and blah, 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 blah. Or I was walking or standing, waiting to cross the street or something. And he came over and they was chatted. Was he in his uniform? I don't think he was okay, in his uniform. Okay. I don't think it was like that. I was But I don't that. even know. <laughs> I mean, and I can't, don't, I don't, I have to get the real, real details and come back later. But I don't know exactly, like, if he was already in the military yeah. or if he knew he was going to war at that point. But... It definitely was a very, like, succinct, like, they met, they dated, or courted, like you yeah. said. He went away, but before he went away, they got, made it official. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then I think she was already pregnant with her oldest. Yeah. He went away, and then she had more. You know, kids after he came back. Oh, okay. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> so, and then he, you know, passed away when he was 80, I think. So and they had a she, long life. Together. They had a they very had like long, sixty something years together. Yeah, a very long time together, That's so and beautiful. maybe not sixty something, but like I don't think they were young, 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 young. But I think the timeline of their courtship was definitely short. Okay. Um, why did we go down that road? Uh, oh, okay. Okay, because okay, so yeah, that I just I think that it is possible for that to be the case, like for you to fall quickly in love with someone. Mm-hmm. As far as like never seeing someone, I just feel that it's my attraction, my attraction, my physical attraction to a person can definitely be enhanced by their personality. But I really got to be attracted to you. And mm. I I learned this about myself a couple of years Speak ago. Yo, true. Right. I learned this about myself a couple of years ago. And I don't know, guys, call me, call me whatever. But I just really need to be attracted to you. And <laughs> that's for a lot of reasons. Okay. Okay. Like, I think. List them. Oh, my God. Okay. I don't want to go too deep. But I think, like, as far as, like, my my ability to be intimate with a person. You can't get it up if you don't find them attractive. <laughs> That's what you're telling me but right I now. Think, <laughs> but I think that is because I have a very challenging, like, intimacy history. Uh, okay. So it's like, it's always been a lot easier for me. It's like, I know I like this person, but if I'm not, like physically zoned in because I have such a hard time like being emotionally connected Ooh, to a person okay. so if I'm not physically zoned in like I, it's just hard to access it's hard to like reach in there and get to it gross but like it's just hard to like get, yeah it's yeah so I really for me and like my life and my story yeah. I need you to be attractive now I will say okay that I have had situations where I'm like, oh, this person is attractive or attractive enough. Like, I can do this. And then as the years go on and I realize what a beautiful soul they have, I become, like, intensely more physically attracted to that person. So that is a thing. I definitely agree. But... I just don't think I could go from zero, like, from nothing or negative. I need a little... Kind of see something. something, but at the same, on the same tip, I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, hey. I there's not a whole lot of people that I just find like dead ass, butt ass. Like, okay, that, like, that, that was, that was, was like my... the bottom of my shoe. Like, there's not. I, I don't know that I've ever really had that experience. I like, don't think so either. Like, there, my range of 
beauty i think is pretty vast there you go like people have certain things that Uh are attractive about Mm -hmm. them it could be like oh this person has the most amazing smile right i love smiles i love teeth like yeah that is um i love eyes like there's different components that make up an attractive person if you have everything Mm -hmm. then obviously run it run it (laughs) but if you have like a few things cool like i'm cool with that but on the flip 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 side there are times where i have and this is something that i know about myself which is horrible that i have become so infatuated with the physical that i overlook all the bullshit okay yes (laughs) okay (laughs) but i'm like but so cute he's so fucking he's cute. cute he's um, fine like he's not even cute like a lot of things can be cute but no this this dude is sexy as fuck he's fine as fuck girl, he's handsome as fuck you are speaking to the motherfucking choir exactly so it's like uh i don't want you to be so fine that, <laughs> <laughs> that i can't think straight that i that can't I even become a dumb bitch yeah like, yeah. like i don't need your attractiveness <laughs> To make me stupid. Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) Thought it down. That is so funny because that recently happened to me. (laughs) That recently, like... Me too. Before my my current situation, um, (laughs) I was like real thrown over this dude. And and you know what? You know what? In in retrospect, I'm about to like... He wasn't even that fine? No, 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 no. He's fine. He's fine okay he is definitely fine but i think in retrospect i was more enticed by the idea of how i looked with him and his fineness more than i was like the fact that i was attracted to him like i like the idea like y'all looked good together yeah i like the idea that like i felt like he made me look good Ooh. Because that's how fine I thought he was. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, like a lot of men probably date along those same things. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like you oh, date. she fine. She gonna make me look good because yeah. she look good. Yeah. And so that's how fine he was to me. And that, that I mean, other people may not think that. But I just was like so, 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 so attracted to him. And then I was just like. When we're out, I know I look good. Like, I know he looks good, and I know I look good with him. And I think that that was, like, really blowing my head up more than anything. That's an interesting concept. Yeah. It's a concept. It's a concept. I think the the last time I was blinded by some good looks, it was like... It was like a ongoing like cat and mouse mm, and like mm-hmm. mm, like sometimes you're hot, sometimes you're cold, like sometimes I'm into it, sometimes mm-hmm. I'm not. But then I was just like, if you weren't this good looking, I would not give a fuck. I would fucking hate you probably. I would hate you. Yeah. And now I kinda do it. Yeah. Too. Like, and like if, if you, just, if you like, weren't just like so fine, I would not deal with your ass. No. So that's when I'm like, okay, Bethany, like, obviously, looks are fading, like... Yes. Anything could happen to anybody's Mm -hmm. face or body or anything Mm -hmm. at any point in time. So it's like, would I rather be with you because I like to look at you or would I rather be with you because you make me laugh or you're supportive or you're, like, creative Mm -hmm. or whatever the fuck it is, Mm -hmm. you know, like... 
what is important here. Right. Yeah, and I think that just comes with... But I still need to see your ass. I still need to see your ass and yeah. your ass. Like, I think <laughs> it comes with maturity. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think we, we've we definitely referenced, like, the notion of, like, oh, wanting the bad boy or the hot boy or the whatever oh, I'm boy. definitely... Like, de- I don't even know why bad boys were interesting at some point in Cause time. Because they were bad. Because yeah. they were bad and I was so good and I was just like, mm. Yeah, like, take me on a ride. Yeah, like, we what adventure are we going on today? Like, and they always, they always want girls who are good. Yeah. These are more air quotes because yeah. I don't even know what that means. Right, right, right. But they want a girl who is like naive to the lifestyle <laughs> but then it's like right. I don't need this shit no my parents would not be down for this shit <laughs> right no hell no um which is why they don't know about you which is why you'll <laughs> never meet them um okay so more themes that ran that presented themselves through love is blind okay um age age differences like okay Jessica and Mark uh-huh. Jessica he's was a rock. He's mess. my rock. I fucking and I just, that girl. I just he's just. I felt bad for rock. her at the end. Okay, you didn't you felt bad for Jessica, her? but not. Okay, that's a bad way to say that. I didn't feel bad for her. I oh, just I felt very bad for him. Throughout I felt bad the whole for him process. throughout the whole process because, and I also think too, like in that situation, because he was so he was twenty four and she was thirty four. Yeah, I think in that situation with him being only twenty four, it was like so hard for him to see that she was like not into him at all yeah and totally taking advantage of him and like using him as like revenge pussy like you yeah this is not she not she not fucking with you dog like and i felt so bad for mark but yeah when i you said you didn't watch the reunion but when i didn't watch the reunion when the reunion what happened, did she reveal she She's didn't bipolar? no 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 no, no. Oh, okay. she didn't reveal anything but she was definitely like very yeah i think it was one of those things like as a woman who has or not even a woman it doesn't matter but as a person who has gone through like a trying time like a trying set of years or like a phase in your life like even at 34 like when you're just acting a fucking fool like give it okay when you when you like lay her stats out on the table like she was making six figures like regional director of whatever company Mm -hmm. she was at had her own house had her little audi like had her little golden retriever yeah like she had it all going for her so it was very clear that like something's a little off like with you as far as like where where you're at in life like you're going through something like how are you with all of those things even on this show like Give think about it. Like if you're some regional director, some fancy regional director, and you're making six figures, you're a single woman. Are you gonna go on a dating show? Like, like it seems like you got work to do. You know what I'm saying? I, it what, seems- what I got, what I gathered from her is that <clears throat> love was not blind for her. No. Like the experiment didn't work on her ass. Yeah. Like she was still very much so into societal economical mm-hmm. backgrounds and she was definitely I, I i won't say she was an ageist because i think it's fine if you don't want to date somebody 10 years younger mm-hmm. than you but the point is if you fell in love like you said you did mm-hmm. then it wouldn't matter right, like right. you you could see how she started to relax a little bit like when his parents said it was like whatever they yeah. didn't care when her home girls were like 
okay, exactly. Like that's when she that's when she was like on board yeah. when she got approval from she, other people. Like she didn't she just wanted to make sure they looked good on yeah, paper and together. Yeah, she had to keep up appearances. Which I, I understand that to a degree because it's not easy, <clears throat> especially being a single woman, getting older. Like, you you do get hit with a lot of, like, judgy, like... Yeah. It, what is she doing? What is she doing with him? And, like... No. I mean, and on the flip side, we would be side-eyeing a 34-year-old Man. man dating a 24 year old mm, woman so I, I can't i can't be mad at that either and That's me facts. 31 i'm not trying to date a 21 year old I... no, 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 didn't no, really no, want to no. date 21 year olds when i was 21 right so it was like i wouldn't do that shit to myself right now right and it, as much as you want to be like well just throw all of that shit to the wind like it's just not easy to just be like fuck everyone like it's not it's not, I mean, it's, it's not realistic it either. would be more easy if she truly was in love with his ass yeah she but she wasn't um and i think she was really shook about his looks when when she saw b barnett like yeah. when she saw the dude that she really wanted who didn't want her ass that's when i think that she started that that's when I think she started feeling insecure. Yeah. Um, but, okay, so to circle back to my point, yeah, like, sorry. at the reunion, no, 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 that was fine. After At the reunion, yeah. you could tell that she, like, after watching the show, because I think, like, Nick and Vanessa, the host, they, they definitely alluded to the fact, like, thank you guys. For certain people and on the cast, they were like, thank you for coming back and agreeing to come back because oh. it was like, your ass was a hot mess. I wouldn't be back here if I were you. You know what I'm saying? But Not that she um, was sloppy. Yeah. So she definitely, like, didn't make excuses for any of her behavior. You know what I mean? And she was... If she was an 11 on the show, she was like a 4.5. Oh. Like, she was definitely like... Humbled I, is what her ass was. <laughs> like, I... Like, looking back at that, it's embarrassing. Like, you could tell she was like... Her pride was hurt. Her ego was hurt. Mm. Who knows how... her prof- She was drunk all the fucking time. It was like, so Professionally. Like, who knows how that, like, whole thing affected her life. So, you could tell she took a few, like... Yeah. Steps down. And honestly, it's just like we I have done some some fucked up shit in my life. And I feel like I say that a lot on the podcast. But if I was held to that if if that was how people judge me for the rest of my life, I, I mean, you know what I'm yeah. saying? It's just like people do some really fucked up shit sometimes and it's like she she was trashed to yeah. him. You know what I'm saying? And she should not have treated him that way. But I have been trashed to people. And it's like, I can't be held at the stake for the rest of my life for yeah. for one situation. Yeah. And again, she was never on the, on the, on the um, reunion. She never tried to justify her behavior. Did she apologize she to Mark? She apologized to Mark. Okay. She apologized to Amber, Amber and okay. Barnett. And like, yes. She just was very like, cru- like I'm being held at, held at this on is, trial. This is the accountability. You know? Yeah, she, it yeah. is, and she definitely just like, I don't know. She she rose to the fact that like she was. What am I trying to say? Like she was responsible for her. She took responsibility for her actions. Yeah. <clears throat> um. So 
that moment of reconciliation for me, like as a viewer, I was like, okay, girl, like go on, hope live your life. Best of luck in the future. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I was like, I have just been so trashy myself in life. And like, I can definitely sympathize or empathize with her in the sense that like, yeah, like it's not, sometimes people catch you at some really shitty times in your life. And like, I hate it happened. I hate it had to be him. <laughs> yeah. Because he was so sweet he and was just very, so willing yeah. and like tried so really, he, really hard. He, when he made <laughs> the date in the apartment, like the pods, I was like, come Kill on. Me now. I was like, come on. But I'm like, that's how we're going to date now. And <laughs> that's how we have to date now in the time of social distancing. Yeah, like, we loved- all need to be in the pods. <laughs> Love the idea of him. You know what I mean. She loved the but idea. She wanted. Of she him. wanted Mark's whatever in, in Barnett's, Barnett's body. body. <laughs> Which I'm like, Barnett wasn't even. Barnett oh, just. He wasn't even. If, if you've met Barnett, you've met a hundred Barnetts. Like Facts. go to go to Athens, you will run go into a Barnett. Bar- his name is Barnett. Like, yeah, I mean, his name is Matt. His name is Matt Barnett. So there's that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So honestly, I don't even need to talk about Amber and Barnett because no. no. <laughs> Absolutely not. Okay. Like she got what she was looking for. He got, he got someone who was obsessed with him and that's all he that's needed. That's all he needs. To yep. do all his shenanigans boom, boom, and she's going to be like, ow. Yeah. <laughs> That 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 outside. Okay, if you guys you watch, if you guys watch the the scene where they go on their bachelorette party and she's doing her talking head outside of the outside of the club with the cocktail in her hand, I'm like, whoa! Like this is some this is not some other next level. I was like, for a moment, I was like, is, is this she real? Okay? <laughs> I was like, is she like, is, is she well? Stop motion. Like, what is happening? Like, like, why is her body moving in this way? Is her neck she was okay? just so wet for Barnett. <laughs> I'm wet for but Barnett. <laughs> that's it. Like, that's it. The first night they were in Cabo, it's like, guys, you get it. You fucked. Yo. That's it. Okay, they deserve each other. Good for they them. They deserve the. Okay, okay, let's talk about. Let's talk, the peace, their resistance. No, I want to talk about the boring people first. Ugh. Kelly Why? and Kevin or Kelly and who cares? Yeah, who cares? What What did you want to say about them though? I th- I just found it interesting how they were so hot for each that other. That was a plot twist in the beginning, and she said no. Well, she okay. Okay, here's another thought. What do you feel about sex in relationships? Like, could you get engaged to someone that you've never fucked before? No. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I don't have to look at you, but I do have to fuck you. Like, yeah, like, I just... It's, so you don't it's just not realistic. It's okay. not realistic. Like, okay. I'm, I'm not a virgin. So, okay. like, what okay. are we... So you don't feel that two people who maybe one may not feel like the other is that great at sex or, like, their sexual chemistry is off or whatever, you don't think that they can, with, like, time and, like persistence and like 
really studying and getting to know like what this person needs and likes and what they want like you don't think that they can like any other like skill that you're trying to learn mm-hmm. anything else that you're trying to master you don't think that two people who are complete novices at knowing each other and how to please each other can actually like learn and formulate like a healthy like wonderful sex life I, th- I think it's possible but I think aside from skill there has to be passion there has to be the want and the will to make the shit right like you can study and read books and whatever all you want but if we aren't connecting like if I don't want to fuck you then our sex isn't gonna be good Oof. you know what I mean okay, like if and I why wouldn't you want to fuck a person because you're not attracted to them because you're not attracted like there was something wrong from the jump like I think when they were in Mexico, she's like, you know, I just want to take it slow, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But she also revealed that in the past, she didn't, con- she she was with people that weren't able to make her orgasm. Mm-hmm. So she was bringing all that shit into this new shit. Like, if y'all are like hands all over each other, you can't stop kissing each other. Why are you going to put that negative energy on this situation? Like, why do you think it's going to be that way? And like, like sometimes, sometimes I think you can get in your head about sexual situations and it can manifest itself in the bedroom. Like it can just like, yeah, absolutely. Yes. I also think though, I know my my experience is not everyone's experience, mm-hmm. but like I said before, like because of traumatic things that have happened in mm-hmm. the past, sex has not always been easy for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but what I do think is that a person who, like you mentioned before, is willing and like earnestly wants to know and like wants to please and like wants to have the best mutually like beneficial experience Mm -hmm. and all this stuff like i have been in situations where it's like grown to be like easier and easier (laughs) and better and better and better and better better. you know what i mean so and and a lot of that comes with time time but also trust like i i find that some of the like not so great situations i've been in is because like if I'm looking retrospectively, like, I really didn't trust your ass. Like, I didn't really trust you. I probably didn't like you as much as I wanted to make myself. Yeah. Like (laughs) I, maybe I wanted to meet your level of, Mm. (laughs) of your level of interest. So I kind of like made myself believe like, okay, well we have to make this shit work. Right. 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 Like me. Right. Or whatever the case may be. But it can be good if you want it to be good. It can be good if you want it to be good. But like you said, the two parties have to want it to be good. Yeah. Okay, so I almost forgot. Um, <laughs> no, no, not this. Okay. <laughs> I almost forgot. Um, what are their names? Diamond? Oh, my God. And I almost forgot about them what? because I wanted to, to forget <laughs> about them. What is his name? Carlton. Carlton. Uh, All right. Speak I think, on it. I think we have discussed on this very podcast dating bisexual men Oof, when yes. we watched um, Insecure. Okay. And Molly. Yes. yes. He said he Who ho- was bisexual? It, oh, remember yes. the guy. Yes. Yes. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Also, Insecure coming back soon. Insecure is coming back soon. Okay. But uh, Molly was dating that guy. He was great. Everything was great. We he was loved fucking her, right? He, he was, was fucking her so He was right. funny. He was putting up with her he bullshit. He was attractive. He was, he was attractive. Yeah. Until Molly's ass had to... I can't remember if she asked him if he hooked up with a guy or... Or she was, was, she was telling her story about like hooking up with some girl in college yes and And then it was a double standard and all the exactly he said that he got his dick sucked and she (laughs) could not let go of that so in this situation carlton he came this is where he fucked up the show is called love is blind yeah and if you're trying to get someone to love you for you no matter what like no matter what you look like who you are don't you think it would behoove you to <laughs> to say, look, I've been with men in the past, but I'm looking for a wife. That would probably be the first thing I say if I'm in an experiment like this. Okay. And then and then if, if the results prove that no one's fucking with you off of that, then that's there's your answer. Like, it's going to be hard for a woman. Not impossible, but it's... I mean, you just I have what you have. already knew that. I yeah. think that that's already been his lived experience, that it has been hard for him to date women because when he does say it, or even if he waits to say it, the outcome is generally the same. So what's, what's stopping him from just saying it in the beginning? Like, because you're going to be back at square one regardless. Well, I think because the hope is... And I'm not saying that he was right or wrong. I don't think he was right. I'm okay. Sorry. You're, you're, you know, yes. I don't think he was right. Okay. That let was, me, I let think, me say I think this. he... And I also felt like he gaslighted the fuck out of her at the pool. He did gaslight the fuck out of her. And I didn't like that. He did gaslight the fuck out of her. But I did feel... Like, my heart went out to Carlton because... I don't. Okay, just let's, a little let's, bit. Let's just let's, a little bit. Let's be honest. Yes. How how much how forthcoming with you? How forthcoming with every single thing in your past are you with people that you date? And who's to say which parts of your past you should just lay out on the table from Jump Street? Like. I've had an abortion before. Mm. Do I say that to every single person that I date? Is that something that I should say? Is that something that I should include? Or is that not the same and why? I don't know if that is... What if I've had an abortion and the person that I am dating or interested in is is anti-abortion? I feel like I would would have to say it up front. I'd, I'd, I'd have to be like, look... If you're really into me, like, this is something that you need to know. And if you can't accept it, then you can't accept it. Okay. So and then, then you're not you really decide, into me. How do you decide which things? I, and I'm not saying that he, he, he knew that he, he was struggling with when to say He it. was acting funny toward her because he was struggling yeah, with it. And, I, and, and it's that's like, what that, is that what the, their life, if he never said anything, is that just what their life would have been like him, like lashing out on her every so often? I think he definitely struggling? knew, I think he definitely knew that he needed to say it. And I think the acting funny and acting awkward came from the fact that he was struggling about how and when to say it and being nervous about what her reaction was going Mm -hmm. to be granted it's not his place to decide 
But can you imagine being dejected time and time and time and time and time and time and time again for this one thing? Like, of course, that's going to give you a little bit of apprehension and a little bit of reserve about when you say it. Like, in my experience with dating a bisexual man, he did not tell me the first day right that the first date you guys also did not get engaged within two weeks of each other True. you also did not go on a pre-honeymoon and he didn't tell you the first night like this is this 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 show was a fucking experiment yeah is what i like it's not real life like this is not how it goes in the real world no i don't expect you to tell me this on the first date because who knows where this is going mm-hmm. but i think like it would come up in normal maybe it wouldn't come up in normal conversation but after a while after talking to each other for a little bit and after you start feeling like you know this is something serious i do want this person in my life then yeah i think you should say something Mm -hmm. (sighs) but but this is not to say that i don't realize how difficult that is yeah given your past rejections because who wants to be rejected by someone that they literally said hey i'd love you to be my wife yeah and then them be like i don't know if i can accept this very large part of your past and that's a that's the other part that i was kind of like diamond relax when he was like yes i have been with men but I don't want to be with a right. man. I want a wife. Like, what if you were like, eh, okay, here's a good example. Mm-hmm. What if, or even when we were talking about, okay, two examples. Like, what if you were like a pole dancer or an exotic dancer, mm-hmm. stripper? And what, at what point do you tell the person that you're dating? Or if you're engaged, like, is that something that you should include in the fact that, like, I feel like I live in a very accepting part of the world of strippers it's that no one would give a fuck. But no, I mean, we were just talking. Okay, about, I think some, people, some, would, some give people would give a fuck. Okay, come on. Some people would give a fuck. Because every nigga loves a stripper. They might be like, what club were you at? Yeah, well, <laughs> every nigga loves a stripper as long as it ain't his it's, girl. Yeah, you, you right. know what I'm saying? And then even the Am conversation. Am I still a stripper? No. Okay. But even the conversation about the the last episode, we talked about the couple who were engaged. With the threesome. threesome, We were all on her side. Like, that's her business. That's her sexual past. (laughs) That is her business. Why should she have to say anything anyway? It was 10 years ago. She said it was 10 years. And it's like, okay, but now it's like, no, he should have told her, like, right on time, right on dime. Like, and it's like, okay, well, and I just... Okay, there there are... I think this is not a black and white situation. No. I think within Love is Blind, he should have told her that shit in the pods. Yeah. Is where that should have came out. In the real world, it should come out after you have maybe even felt this person out a little bit. I don't know. I guess I feel like if we just want to be as sex positive as LBGTQIA positive as we are, if we want to be as progressive as we are, it's like I literally don't talk to my currents about the people that I've had sex with. Male or female. Also that... Honestly, I don't really give a fuck. I don't want to know about the past because it like that just gives me more to stew on. Mm. And then it kind of like it will influence how I feel about you in the current. But I also know that maybe I haven't dated the best people in the past. So I don't want to be judged 
Mm-hmm. on what Bethany in, in 2012 was doing. Exactly. And so what do you, let me ask you personally, how do you think it would inform, like what, why do you need that information if a man that you are dating, if he's obsessed with you and love with you? I don't need to know. I honestly, you don't need I to don't know. need to know. You, if, if you have, if, if, what you if, he, ha- what if, if he identifies as bisexual, do you need to know that if he wants to be married to you? Would he say, Still be bisexual if he's married to a woman. Yes. And he's going to be married to a woman forever. I mean, that's marriage. That's the idea of marriage. But he's bisexual. He's attracted to men. Does everyone need to know what you identify with? No. Like, why is it important if, if See, we're married? Good like, you're question. Not, you're not dating anymore. Okay, good question. So then why can't you apply this to Diamond and Carlton? I think because I just didn't like Carlton. Okay. <laughs> I think it boils down to the me not comes out. fucking okay. with his well, ass that, from the a, moment I saw his velvet blazer. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like if I choose you and this is it and I intend to be married to you forever, why does how I identify sexually or who I've had sex with <clears> in the past, why does that matter? It, it shouldn't. It, it, it should right not now? matter like... On paper, it really shouldn't matter. It doesn't... You don't have to, like... But you felt so strongly that he should have come out with it in the uh, beginning. Yeah, because he felt so strongly that he should have came out with it. He was troubled. Like, he was physically feeling some type of way. He was treating her crazy as fuck. So (laughs) it's like, dog, you felt... You feel some type of way. Like, you feel like you want to tell her. So you should have been told her. But if you don't think but it, if he hadn't told her would he be like lying by omission we wouldn't or? know if he didn't tell her mm. unless somebody else like the only way i could see and that's him the, thing, like, the only way i could see why it would be necessary for him to disclose that is if like they are in atlanta like somebody's gonna find yeah out. and somebody's gonna be like oh you know your man used to da, 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 da. exactly and just like i mean nikki tutorial just got outed for being trans who like, outed her I, nobody knows we don't know but oh, somebody I, had no, I had no idea call me naive i had no, no idea i i don't think lot, anyone no did. one did yeah. or whoever knew some people i'm sure knew yeah but whoever was holding this over her but that's the kind of situation where for a person in his position, he would feel like I gotta, I gotta tell her, I gotta tell her, because if yeah. I don't, somebody else will. That's true. And then it's gonna be like, oh, you hid this from me, you as lied opposed, to me. yeah, as opposed to being like, it doesn't matter. You fucked them in the past. We're married now. Like, what difference does it make? Like, that, I, I don't mean, care if, who my if, boyfriend if, fucked in the past, and they're all women. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not asking. asking. I don't I'm not asking. Know. So I don't want to know. I, I have, I have learned that it's better that I don't fucking you know. don't need to know i don't need to know especially if there's no chance that you're gonna go back there and i think it's so crazy because i've my experience has been that most of the men that i have dated don't give a fuck about who i've dated they, they never ask i've been dyking around they, they could care. be the first nigga i've dated yeah and they don't care but for why some do we women, care? For some reason, women are like, "Oh, we gotta know. We gotta know what your history is. Were you hoeing around? You got kids?" I think the only that. time, yeah, I do want to know if you got kids. Yeah, right. I'm just <laughs> but and that, and that's what I'm saying. Like maybe that's when it matters. Like if you have children, obviously I need to know about right. that relationship right, right, right. and how it's working in your present day life. Personally, I don't think I want to date nobody with kids. I guess. 
I guess the Personally. point is, is like how informative was this particular relationship to who you are now as a currently as a person. Yeah. I think because I'm just trying to make it applicable to me. I think that the only instances where my current partner and I talk about our past relationships is if it's like, okay, this thing that's happening right now, this moment that's affecting us in mm-hmm. the present is heavily informed by a situation that happened okay, in my past. That makes sense. So maybe that in in that instance it's like, okay, well I had an ex and this it's happened gonna it, but and, the thing is like it will always come out in some form or another. The thing is we just don't need to be obsessed with our past people. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't want to be obsessed. Like, I don't want to, like, think about all the things that happened in a past relationship and bring that to this new shit that's mm-hmm. unblemished by anything yeah. just because of what happened it's back It's very then. difficult to, to do that, though, because your past de- definitely, like... It does to a certain extent, but even... even and I'm, like, preaching to myself. Like, I find myself comparing a lot of shit in the past. Mm-hmm. Or a lot of shit in the present to things that I've done in the past. And I think it's more detrimental to the present situation than anything, than helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely. I, yeah. But it's just so hard to. I mean, it's I think hard that's not where you got to. Thera- human nature. You got to therapy yourself. yourself you got to. You got to get yourself you therapy. Do, like, it's, it's how much of it is referring to past situations, and how much of it is obsessing. Yeah, obsessing to obsessively the point where comparing. Yeah, obsessive to the point where this is. Interruptive, disruptive. It's traumatic. Yeah, it's traumatic. I don't want to be. You didn't have a joyous experience, and that's why you're obsessing over it. Like it's not like you're telling a tale of your like best birthday ever. It's like I'm talking about that one time my ex fucked up my whole summer. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Okay, so that's Carlton and Diamante, and then there was (laughs) Gigi and. Gigi and Damien. Who? Giannini. Giannoni. <laughs> I don't really need to talk about them. She was an actress. She was... Give Gigi the Oscar. Gigi I was... I, give, she, she entertained the fuck out of me. <laughs> I... She was so over the top. And I cannot... I did not believe anything that she was like you Damien I'm like Gigi like what is going on with you inside of your head lady like she was just she was a a bit much and even and he was like nah he was with it he was still dating oh really yes girl okay so they did not get married, though. No, they didn't get married, but they decided to continue dating. And I think this is just Gigi's publicity stunt. Like, I think this is her way of, like, carrying on her, her storyline. Like, story or maybe... Trying to get a show, maybe. Like I kind of feel, okay, if, if we take her being an actress out of it, maybe that was her being... Maybe it could be seen as a... It's not normal to get fucking married within... A couple weeks of no, knowing each other. No, but she was just like making something out of the butterflies. Nothing. Like I, did, I wasn't. Every the turn. proposal was the most dramatic, even on his side. So, like, so what I want to ask you 
is Damien. you, Damien. I was like, what? And, and then <laughs> I didn't like how he came with it with his fucking bow tie uh, and this and the poem. I don't get them out of here. Get them like, off the stage. Boo. We're at the Apollo. Get the fucking sailor okay, out here. Okay, so like, the people that I we can't. did like. There there was only, there was literally, literally and truly, If this was a competition, they were the clear winners. Clear and true. Why did it work? I don't know. She's real as fuck. Like, I, okay. He, okay, I don't even know where to start. <laughs> I don't even know where to start. Okay, you the guys pause. all know. The pause. You guys know. You guys pause. all know. You guys all know. We are talking about... Lauren Speed and Cameron, Cameron Speed. Cameron. <laughs> I don't even know what his last name is. Cameron but Hamilton. Now. Cameron Hamilton. Like I love that she called him Cameron the whole time. There was no like Cam. <laughs> like it was, you know. I just really love Cameron and there. Okay, okay. Let's let's start from day one. Okay, them in the pods was very cute. Like, okay. just from the meeting. And to be honest, if I heard him on the other side, I would feel the same way. Because he has a great... <laughs> you voice. love Cameron as well. I love okay, Cameron. Listen, literally, that's where I was going with this. Because I was like, you know when you're on the phone with Ooh. someone? Zoe, Zoe, Zoe. Rolly poly. Ooh, I love You it. know when you're on the phone with someone and it's like quiet and it's dark and you like doing the thing and it's yes. like the voice is it's just the like, only thing you hear. It's speaking to your soul. Oh, like I love that. That's how it felt for them. And yes. and it just it could be all contrived. Like they could have me fucking fooled, but I really don't believe. I don't so. believe it's just it. Like, just just how everything cylinders else cylinders were firing at like every correct moment. Like just when things became emotional, I they felt were both it was emotional. warranted. Like I felt like okay, yes. This is not a GG and When whatever, they start talking they, about their family and how much <laughs> they love their family, Papa Speed. Okay, oh, we're, we're all okay. over the place. Okay, so they got in the pods. Lauren and Cameron, interracial couple. Interracial couple, and th- that is also like a testament to love is blind. Okay, but here's my thing. Cameron's if he was from- ugly, no, oh. no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Where were you going with that? I don't know. No. Okay, so Cameron mentioned having a long-standing relationship, a five-year relationship with, with a black, a woman. black woman. Yeah. Okay, so are we? Did it jump into any for all of my sisters out there who have? Who know what it is for a white man to be like my chocolate, yummy, yummy, oh, like blah, 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 blah. like did anybody feel like a question like take a step back like is this a fetishistic kind of situation? I don't like, think so because he didn't Cameron know he was the- black. She didn't know she was black. Did he know? Did she know? She didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. Wait a motherfucking second. Hold on. Lauren is from Atlanta. Yeah, but there was Amber's ass was country as fuck too. No. Okay, we're gonna put a poll out. All right. You if you hear Lauren talk, you know she's a black woman. Okay, she's fair. that black. Fair. She, she's that. She's black enough for yeah. you to know. Okay, that not she's... not that all black women aren't black, but you know what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> 
when you I can put on a voice that you, you won't know. Yeah. You can you won't know. On the phone, yeah. I can do that voice. But Lauren, for everything that I heard her say in the pods, like she was very consistent. She was consistent. She's black. Like she's obviously a black woman. No and white you, woman can think, imitate Lauren's voice. I'll and say you that. Think, you think because he's an expert in <laughs> black girl magic that he knew yes. her ass was black and he was okay. like Hey, I found it. Ding 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 ding. ding. I, I mean, he's in Atlanta. He's from I Maine. I don't. I don't want to. Maine go. is hella progressive. I'm. I'm just saying. You were you triggered uh, at I all? Was triggered as fuck. All right. And like, I, I, I don't know. It came to my mind. It came to my mind because are I all have fine white boys in Maine. They are there. They are there. They are hiding, guys. Go to Maine. Go on a boat. They, you will find you them. You will all. find them. Um. I just was concerned, or not even concerned, because whatever, he knows what's up. Like, mm. honestly, it's just, it just is what it is. Like, you get it. <laughs> you get it. <laughs> like, if anything, that made me feel a little bit more like, okay, like, he was with a black woman for five years. So a lot of the things that she was. But it never made you feel, it, so you never, no, because, never because he, your mind he like, wasn't, he didn't give me fetishy vibes. Ever. Okay, no, he didn't. But what if... This- if, if, he, if anything, she mentioned him being white more than he mentioned her being of black. Of course, yeah. Because it was her first white man. But, like, a lot of the things... I'm sure he... Like, she was like, oh, I hope you don't mind my he, bonnet. He's an he's old He's like, whatever. Pro. Yeah, he's an old pro because he probably only dates black women. <laughs> <laughs> you are, okay. I'm not saying that's true. I don't know that to be true. I yeah. don't know that to be true. But what I do know is you have that an issue with with the opposite. Or I, I wouldn't say that I have an issue, okay. but it did. I it I raised a brow ah. when he was like, "Yeah, I've been in a long term relationship with a black woman before." I'm like, "Oh, okay. So this is a thing you do." Like, mm. it's no. I don't give a fuck what nobody says. There is no question that on the other side of that wall. That Lauren was black. Yeah. She was black. And he knew she was black. And he was there for it. Of course. And she gave him uh, all the sweet but black may- magic that he but wanted. But maybe, like, maybe this is true. But also, they connected in a way that I don't think anybody else okay, did. Yes. That, that aside, that aside, my little question and eyebrow aside, like, Yes, they did connect. And I loved every second of it. Like, Cameron, what a sweet little angel his, baby. His, like, his very calm, very non... Isn't it? Wasn't it just so, like, yin and yang? Like, they, she was just hype enough. Yeah. Like, she was never to the point where you were like, okay, girl. You know what I'm saying? She was because never on Amber level. No. and and Or just, like... Y'all know how black women are portrayed on reality TV. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of times it's very easy to skew like excitement or passion or anger as like, oh, they're just this wild, like crazy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But thankfully, Netflix didn't do that to her. And I don't think that she would have given them that because she's not that. She's not that. But um, I, I just think She was that- very much so like. She's like regular black girl. girl. Yeah, like, like I could hate. I feel like her. I know a girl like I know Lauren. Her. Yeah, and Cameron. Okay, talk about Cameron for a second, because I don't even know how the words. Ah, uh, I fell in love with him in the pod too. You know, 
<laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm very happy for him and his wife right now. But I could see why that kind Just of... Just a very calculated, methodical, Chill. Like, there was no, like... There was no character he was putting on or mm-hmm. no, like over the top it was like okay we're trying to get to know each other i have my little notes like what do you like da, 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 da. and then things just organically went into conversation yeah. things with organic. them seemed organic yeah. like it made sense yes usda yeah like he he definitely seemed interested in her you know i think that because of course i'm sure several of you guys did the same thing that i did which is like insta stalk the fuck out of them i only did a few of them i watched uh fucking interviews i watched i was like because i because because what i wanted i was like i need to see because that eyebrow was still lingering i was was. like i wanted to see like what the dynamic was like after the fact like i wanted to see is it still there is the spark still there it's there there. and i think i don't know i think it just speaks to like you know when you meet a person and you're just like like jill like your friend jill ah yes i feel this way about her when you meet a person and you're just like right off the bat like this is a cool ass person genuine no screens no smokes no mirrors just fun just light just like real positive (laughs) wants the best real as fuck like (laughs) i just like like that's how i felt about cameron and lauren yeah like you know what i'm saying like no he didn't give us like all the Ah, like surprises and I, antics I mean, and all this stuff, but I don't need. I don't that. need that. It's t- I don't need that. Didn't need that. Just needed raw, honest, genuine, pure. It was the sweetest connection. They were. They were beautiful. That was my favorite. I couldn't stop watching them. Even their issues. I felt like their issues are real. Like she's like, you know, I left home a couple weeks ago. I have my little place. I have my little studio yeah. set up. Like I'm single. Like I went to Paris with my girls, and then I'm, I'm I came back three weeks later engaged with right. this man. So me just giving this all up to live in your house is uncomfortable for me. Room. Like and and I feel like I do. That's a that's a real ass emotion, but like sped yeah. up. I I do feel like the part where at the very end where she was like I don't know where they were trying to make us feel like she didn't yeah. know I think that was the, for the show I think, I think it was she for the show knew she I was think she wanted it. to be I mean if anything I think she was just having normal jitters yeah and kind of maybe even a little bit more heightened because they didn't know each other for that long mm-hmm. but I do think that she loved him just as much as he loved her and he never had any he never had any second thought oh, that's not what i love the most not he one never he was, was so he was sure. like i'm gonna marry like i want you to have my babies oh when he said that i was bless. like i mean granted bless. that's that's kind of like eh, a little bit but when it's he was, what i don't know i don't know 
like, don't look at me and just be like, I want to put a kid inside you. Like, why? Right I mean, not okay. I get why, but right. I also think that it's but, like but a very I do. normal emotion for people to be like, I want to start a family and a legacy with this person. Yeah, like, that's even how if, I knew. Even if it's like, even if it's like, okay, we both want kids and you can't get pregnant. Like, I'm not gonna put that on you be- just because you're a woman. But like, yeah. even if we adopt kids and you become like the like, mother of my kids yeah. that way, like. I oh, want to like start a family with so you. So sweet. I just so sweet. We he, love them. Can he, I? Where do I join the fan club? Yo, I, I need stand. constant I updates. I literally stand. She's so beautiful. He's so cute, and he's a scientist. Like I love that, and I love to like. I love the bachelor party when he was with his friends. And they were all scientists. And they were all like <laughs> glasses <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> and they were like, what? What is like glasses? He was like, yeah, she met my, I met her dad. And they were like, really? <laughs> like, like everything he said, the friends were like, really? Really? Oh yeah, yeah. And, and I think he also mentioned that she had never dated a white man. Yeah. They were, they were like, like really? Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. it was I loved it. Literally, like Netflix, you really did something. You did something with that, with that little, little specific sector of the show. Like it just hit it out of the park. Like people, and what I also really love is that they didn't water down her concerns about the interracialness. No, her like, saying that I always thought I would marry a black man, and we have black my babies, dad and is we were black, black. Yeah, that <laughs> conversation with him and the dad was great like yeah. i don't know like I, i've never i mean i have had conversations with my parents about interracial dating mm-hmm. my mom was like you should marry a white man Ooh, my mom too <laughs> yeah but she was more so like they have great credit and you'll be yeah, taken care of exactly. and i was like oh and i think i think i mean my mom sadly and no shade to my mom or anything because i know that this is like and there's a lot to why black people feel this way it's like what do they call it um internalized racism okay um but there's a lot of reasons why black people feel like their proximity to whiteness makes them better Mm -hmm. more prosperous and more well liked and you know like you'll just be more upwardly mobile if you have which i don't think it, i mean we all know this to not be it's not the, true. the truth no across the board it's not true but i mean i'm sure our mothers aren't the only ones who have told their black daughters some shit like that mm, yeah <laughs> my dad on the other hand was like i don't give a shit like yeah. i don't care it's not really up to me to tell you to date a black person just as long as they treat you right. Like, that's right. literally, that should be my only concern. Right. Although, yeah. <laughs> he did say the other day when it came to interracial relationships, he's like, I don't get men who date outside their race. Like, you came from a black woman. You should want to continue that, that practice. You know, I think my I don't know. my greatest struggle, one of my greatest struggles in life is reconciling like <clears throat> the way that I feel about black women dating white men versus black men dating white women. Cuz there's like, a difference. It's looked at a little I bit. I want to say there shouldn't be and I want to say like it can be deemed as a double standard, but 
Y'all know what it is. It's different. It's different. It's different. It's I think different. I th- I find that I don't even know if I want to get into it. Okay, that. we don't have to. Uh, we've talked a lot. We, 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 we've we've, we've said, said a lot here. Said, we'll save um, that for the next quarantine pod. <laughs> yes, please. Okay, guys, if you want to find us, you can hit us up on IG. That is Instagram for you who don't know y'all are um, gonna be on the instagram a lot so yeah hit us up on ig <laughs> at lemon pepper wet pod um my personal ig this is christina speaking is c dot andrews at c dot andrews mm-hmm. and bethany where can they find you uh on ig i'm at bethane the drug so cute i love that name i, hope I, 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 I was really it. thinking about I hope changing you never it. it i just don't know what else i could i, I don't yeah, think that i don't think it embodies me anymore you don't think so I don't okay, think we'll so. Talk more I don't know. Okay. If bye you want to, if you want to talk to us on Twitter, we're at Lemon Pepper Wet. If you really want to talk to us on Facebook, we're at Lemon Pepper Wet. <laughs> and if you really, really, really want to get some things <laughs> off your chest, you can email us at lemonpepperwetpod at gmail dot com. Thank you so much for listening. Thank, Thank you, you for listening. hanging in there with us. Stay like, safe, everyone. Yeah. Distance socially, you know, but still check on your friends and family. You can Facetime. You can. Skype. You can you can write a letter. You can write a letter. And mail that shit. You can you can fucking write an email if you don't want to pay for postage. Mm-hmm. I get that as yes. well. But the, like, because who has stamps anymore? <laughs> I have stamps and I have stationery. <laughs> I'll write you a letter later. All right, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.